Hello, and welcome back to Figuring Out My Crazy How Are Y'all Doing? Alrighty, so I've been talking to a friend of mine, and she's been telling me that I, well, obviously, I don't know, most of y'all don't even know who I am, but I have a gym addiction. Well, I came to have a gym addiction. What I mean by that is not that I'm going crazy, but I do like to put my body to limits, and I do like to feel my body and the pain that comes with physical fitness of, like, lifting weights and just like, you know, taking the body to the extremes. Also, obviously, be careful if you do this. Be conscious about it. Do stretch, please. Stretch for me, because I always keep forgetting that I have to stretch. And then before I go to sleep, I remember that my whole body's hurting and I'm like, why does this, why do I feel like an old granny? Like, Jesus, help me, sir. And it's just too late, you know? But it was interesting because it reminded me of the topic of body image, which for me has been a whole struggle since I was young, since I was 10, that I realized that I really did not feel comfortable with my body. I feel comfortable with my body until I hit puberty, which was 13, 14. Uh, when puberty started hitting, I didn't really feel like that was my body. I saw myself in the mirror and that was just not my body. But at the same time, it was interesting because I would fit um, the stereotype for what beauty was in my country. Now, beauty in Latin America, that's a good topic to talk about. Because for some reason, in some countries in Latin America, being size zero, double zero, or two seems to be the only standard of beauty. And it seems to be that if you're over two, you're fat. And I'm just shocked at the fact that that's the situation. Just as well as beauty for men, which is that they should have six pack because they don't do nothing else than surfing but honestly most of my friends have bod like dad bods you know and it's just interesting to see how the norm is not really the norm so growing up never felt like my body was my body but then again society throws a lot of things at you from the billboards with a really thin woman or the really really tight abbed man that you're just like damn bruh to just not being able to see people when I was growing up that were different shapes or shades of people. Like nowadays, after this revolution of big modeling, of big women, big men, of short, petite women modeling, not only tall women that are really thin, and just having this whole conversation of everybody is a body and just everybody is beautiful. Growing up, I was always what would fall into the range of normal or beauty. So standard zero, two, or like maximum four. And then when I graduated, I went and lived in a dorm room, actually, and then afterwards an apartment by myself in San Francisco. When I was in high school, I did do a lot of high intensity sports, like racquetball, soccer, and I would have a personal trainer on the side. So I would technically train 12 hours every week. So my caloric intake was very high because then again, I could eat whatever I wanted and I would not gain weight because I would lose the, the amount of calories I would consume. And my body needed that and more calories just to produce more muscle. Interestingly enough, I always had a nutritionist growing up because my mom thought that I was too thick. I never thought I was too thick. I thought I was fine. However, my friends tended to be smaller than me. So then my mom thought that I should be smaller. When I got to college, I realized that, first of all, shout out to CCA for not having a gym. Boy, meal plan. woo So, they didn't have a gym, so I did not work out for the first year in my college life. 
And I had to cook for myself food. And sometimes, honestly, when you're starting an art career, I don't know if you're all artists or not, usually an artist will have to go through studios of six hours and then lectures of three hours and then even have more than 12 hours or 14 hours of class a day without counting the homers you have to do for the next next day. So technically you would not really sleep much and you really don't have much time between breaks to go and get food. Especially if you live in San Francisco and you go to CCA and you realize that the closest place to go eat is actually four blocks, which in San Francisco blocks, that means that's half an hour. But you make it work, you know? You try to make it work, everything's overpriced, and you try to keep it cheap, keep it healthy. But the first year I was there, I did not try to keep it healthy. I just tried to survive and try to manage my time as best as I could because they're also dividing two campuses over in San Francisco, which now they're just based in San Francisco. So as I was in college, I actually gained a lot of weight. I went from a size two to a size 14, which not gonna lie, was a little bit very abusive of me. So technically in standards of Latin America, I was obese, like it's intense. But the first time my parents saw me, it was a conversation. That was a conversation. That was the icebreaker of the whole conversation. It was, you're fat. And I'm like, well, thank you. Because honestly, I always doubted my body. I never really loved my body as a teen because my mom made me doubt myself and society made me doubt myself and my friends would try to make me feel fine, but I couldn't because everybody else was telling me I was not the norm. And all of a sudden when I was big, when I was a technically a quote unquote obese, I finally found a way to love my body. I realized that it shouldn't matter. Maybe it's not the body that I see in the mirror, but it's a body. It's a body that takes me to A to B. It's a body that takes care of me. It's a body that breathes for me. It's a body that I can still mold and change. And it's something that people forget. You can always change your body. You can always change your habits. You can always become like healthier or unhealthier. And it's fine to have a binge eating contest for like a month. You know what I mean? Like it's fun if you had a bad week and you ate 17 pizzas and just, you know, just bench watch all Netflix and then Netflix is like, could you have a life? And then you're like, damn Netflix, why you gotta be like that? But it's interesting because I fell in love with me in the get ass, thickest, biggest version I could be. Then my mom told me, you need to lose weight. And I told her, I don't want to lose weight. So that became a whole debate with my family because honestly, I realized that I didn't want to do things because people told me to. I wanted to do things because that's what I wanted to do. And I didn't even know what I wanted my body to look like. Or if I was fine with my body as it is. Or if I wanted to eat healthier. Because honestly, yo, children, listen up. Eating fruits and vegetables will not kill you. And actually, if you cook them right, they actually taste good. I know that I was... I was just as surprised as you, to be honest with you. I hadn't really eaten vegetables in 22 years of my life until I got to San Francisco, and a vegan obviously told me that I needed to get better. And it was interesting how I started eating vegetables. That's for another day. But you can always change your like life. You can always just do a 360 or just an 180 and then be like, oh, shit, I realized that. I can do better or I like that and I realized that I'm less surprised because I eat healthier foods or I don't know it's fine to sometimes have a cheap meal even and it's fine but when I decided to actually change my body I first realized what I wanted my body to look like and then I started trying out things like cardio and like lifting weights and 
watching videos and training with friends and training with people that I was, I don't know, interested to train with. And having somebody to guide you for a hot minute and teach you the basics of certain things is very important. So that way you later on can do your own training and realize what muscles you're working on and you're using and everything's different. I suck at cardio. I dead ass suck at cardio. I hate cardio. You will not catch me outside trying to run after a pizza. Like I would be sitting down. I'd be like, that bitch is going to come back to me because I'm not going nowhere. But I love lifting weights. I love doing anything that my muscles are going to get frustrated and going to hurt for like a day and a half. Why? I don't really know. I'll blame that on my childhood traumas. But if it's not a childhood trauma, amen to that. Um, but it's just interesting. And then after a while, I saw my body changing. And then at the same time, I saw as my body was changing, the society itself was changing because of great models around the world that decided to say, F it. My body is beautiful. And to be honest, everybody is beautiful. From your eyes to your hair to maybe, I don't know, your th- how big your thighs are or how skinny your wrist looks or whatever makes you look good in a mirror will make you happy. But at the same time, the only goal here is for you to be happy with yourself. Because if you're doing it for somebody else, you're never going to be happy. It doesn't matter if you lose those 15 pounds that you wanted to lose or if you lost 30 pounds that they told you to lose and then you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like damn I still hate myself because that means that you're not really going through the image and the body image challenge of changing which is as you're changing your body you need to start reacting to it every day because you wanted to and it comes hand in hand with the episode of self-love of you need to start also loving yourself as the changes go but interestingly enough, not gonna lie, yeah, I, I've had a couple of friends of mine that are really thin that I would, I would gladly sponsor McDonald's for you. Like, if you know who you are, I will gladly send you 17 burgers. Like, I will tell McDonald's to give you, like, I don't know, sponsorship. But at the same time, I've seen a lot of friends struggle with eating and eating disorders. And to be honest with you, so did I. I did eat very unhealthily. I also did, at a certain point, become crazy with calorie counting and decided to not eat too many calories. And I was actually eating with a deficit of 800 calories. So I was actually just eating like 1,000 or 900 calories a day, which, to be honest with you, now that I think about it, that's sick. Because your body just to function is like 1,400 calories. Like about. That's an estimate. So I think it's actually like 1,600 but honestly it's all about your choices and to what point you fall in love with yourself and to what point what type of body you want to have and how you also need to start realizing that it's fine if you want to eat a piece of pizza or two or the whole pizza and then realize that of course you need to balance it out and it's fine afterwards if you eat a salad the next day or eat fruit or you have cheat meals throughout the week or you have a small chocolate every day because honestly let's be honest sometimes you do need a small cheat every day but it's something that does take time and it's interesting how starting the conversation with my friend was you are addicted to the gym and for me was a response that I could answer that really quickly was just, yes, I am. 
because I love growing my back, because I love seeing my arms change, because I love just seeing my body become smaller and seeing my body start shaping and forming as the body that I want to have and the body that I want to walk in. So, I hope you liked the first episode of Body Image. Probably, maybe not the last. <laughs> I do have a lot of friends that probably would want to add to this and obviously debuttle and well, rebuttal and have an argument with me about beauty standards in Latin America and also in the United States. And if in anything, I would also love later on to also do a segment on eating disorders and maybe talk a little bit more deeper about how obesity is also an eating disorder, of depression and anxiety, and how everybody's different. So I hope you have a great day today. I hope you uh, move a little. I know that we're all going crazy with this quarantine, but then don't let the quarantine win. Go read a book, go take a walk for a half an hour or an hour, go do some jumping jacks, watch Netflix, catch up on your series, call a friend. But whatever you do, try to stay active, try to stay positive, and let's hope this goes on fast. Have fun.